Hey, hey, salut, and welcome to Worth Having. In the last few episodes, I've been focusing on burnout, the importance of diagnosing it, and how to reimagine the diagnostic process and what roles mindfulness and awareness play. And today, I want to switch gears and shed some light on the light side, the good side, when burnout is not a factor. Today, I'm deep diving into the power of creativity, innovation, and open-mindedness. And today, I have a special episode for you exploring the fascinating world of ideas, where they come from, and yeah, what does it mean to have a quote-unquote good idea? Why have some people more good ideas than others? And what is the role of open-mindedness in nurturing them? Remember, open-mindedness is the opposite of being burned out. It's all about having space and capacity. And that is what I want you to have plenty of. So all that there is left to say is, Allez, on commence, my fellow inside affectionados. Salut and welcome to Worth Having, the podcast where we explore belonging and the question, how do I want to come home to myself? I'm Nick and each episode will explore how to avoid becoming a burnout cliche and instead take yourself from good to great. Burnout doesn't have to be your reality. By connecting emotional intelligence with positive psychology, we can uncover untapped potential, create better opportunities and answer that tough question, what's truly worth having in life? Join me, and together we're going to figure out how to take back work-life control. Because as a designer, I craft strategies for regenerative leadership, and I simplify the conversation around self-leadership and self-efficacy. Because to belong means no one has to do this alone. And with that said, you're always welcome here, because you do belong. Thanks for joining me on this adventure, let's get started. Okay, okay. Let's start by debunking the idea that ideas pop up out of nowhere. They don't. Nothing pops out out of the blue, and especially not ideas. Ideas are thoughts, and they are not just randomly floating around. You don't have an idea to a topic or a solution to a problem if you have not been thinking or working with the problem first. No, ideas are born out of our engagement with a particular topic or problem. We need to immerse ourselves, exploring it from different angles and perspectives. And as someone who has always had to pay extra special attention to the words she uses, I already love the word engagement, because it has nuances. Engagement can mean commitment, as in a pledge to marry, for example, which is very much emotionally, yeah, involved. Or it can mean it's just a meeting, a date or an appointment, which is a fairly neutral experience, right? Or thirdly, it can mean battle, conflict, confrontation, and bam, There we are, the tough kind of emotionally involved. So 
we choose the nature of our engagement with a topic or problem. And that makes me feel in control over at least my part and how things will turn out depending on how I engage with whatever is in front of me. So think of the whole process as a puzzle, my friend. Ideas are usually solutions to problems that break a proven pattern or pathway. You can't find the missing piece if you haven't tried different patterns and pathways first. So ideas often emerge when we break away from the tried and true methods and approaches that we're usually successful with. We have to play around with different solutions even if they haven't been proven successful yet. But here's the real magic, mon ami, uh, the breakthrough. It usually comes after we've exhausted all the obvious circuits we've known to work until now. It's like going through a mental obstacle course. We navigate the proven pathways, and only then can we discover something truly new and innovative. It's like we can't find the info we're missing until we've reassured ourselves that we have not missed anything, which means nothing else but having been through the process of mental and emotional regulation. Our brain is then reassured that we went through our checklist. Now we can move on to the less obvious and maybe even downright ridiculous options. And that is nothing other than working with your emotional intelligence because that's where wisdom steps in. Wisdom is not just theoretical knowledge. It's knowledge fused with our memories and experiences. It's the culmination of challenges, setbacks, and triumphs. It's the combination of knowledge plus memory that allows us to see beyond the conventional and explore uncharted territories. So, as we go through the process of exploring new ideas, we must navigate our own thoughts and feelings, regulating them along the way. It's a dance between our emotions and intellect, the learned and the experienced, the sure and the uncertain, and our ability to remain open-minded. Emotional intelligence plays a significant role in open-mindedness. When we can understand and manage our own emotions, we become more receptive to alternative viewpoints. We can engage in discussions and collaborations with empathy and mental flexibility without having the urge to dismiss other people's ideas straight away. Now, here's the beautiful part. Open-mindedness is not a fixed trait. It's something we can develop and cultivate over time. We can enhance our self-awareness, nurture our curiosity, and practice empathy and cognitive flexibility. It's about embracing the unknown, tolerating ambiguity, and approaching life with a growth mindset. Because that is one last truth about ideas. They usually are just a rough first draft of the final brilliant solution. Collaboration and diverse perspectives make ideas better. 
good ideas often evolve through a process of iteration and refinement. Starting with an initial idea and continuously refining and improving it based on feedback and insights can lead to truly valuable concepts. They, so ideas, and we become better the more we work with them. So, chers amis, let's keep exploring, let's keep challenging the status quo, and let's keep embracing new ideas. You never know when the spark of inspiration will ignite a world of possibilities. Stay open-minded, which means signal others that they can approach you. Stay curious, which means be the one that approaches others and asks questions. And let your ideas grow through conversation and collaboration. Expose your ideas to other people with their other mental concepts and pathways. So let me recap. What are ideas and where do they come from? They are thoughts and they are never random. You have to engage with the situation, topic or problem at hand. Good ideas come from various sources and factors, including, firstly, knowledge and expertise. Having a deep understanding of a particular subject or domain can lead to insights and connections that generate good ideas. Second, observation and curiosity. Paying attention to the world around you and being curious about how things work can spark good ideas. Observing problems inefficiencies or unmet needs can inspire innovative solutions. Thirdly, creativity and imagination. Allowing your mind to think freely and creatively can lead to good ideas. This involves combining existing knowledge and concepts in new and unexpected ways. Or just simply give yourself a break and do something completely different, completely unrelated, because that is when the conscious and the unconscious thinking clash, and they create beautiful new sparks. So how come that some people seem to have more good ideas than others? Well, again, knowledge and experience. Individuals who have a broad knowledge base and extensive experience in a particular field are more likely to generate good ideas within that domain. And the tip here is get more of both. Get more theoretical knowledge as well as hands-on experience. Second, observation and curiosity. Those are cognitive abilities. People with strong analytical and creative thinking skills may have higher capacities to generate good ideas. These skills enable them to make connections, see patterns, and come up with innovative solutions. You can train your brain to think better if you pay more attention without focusing on responding or having to have an answer. You open your visual and mental focus to what else is going on in the situation, and about that, you can refer last episodes about awareness, what that actually means, 
in practice and maybe help you develop it. Anyways, where were we? Yes, you open your visual and mental focus to what else is going on in the situation. So, for example, how does a person say something? You listen and collect and focus on not engaging as in the battle sense of the word, but you engage to be present. Try not to contradict, even though it might come up as an urge within you. But ask instead, and what else? Believe me, that is a very hard thing to do. I know that I can be a very opinionated person and I have to catch myself whenever I'm wildly ego-driven opinionating. But then thirdly, which is actually my already made point, that would be open-mindedness. Those who are open to new experiences, different perspectives, and diverse ideas are more likely to generate good ideas. Being receptive to alternative viewpoints and willing to explore uncharted territory can foster creativity and innovation. Which brings me to point number four, become proactive, be persistent and curious. Be the one who makes an effort and keeps asking questions and keeps including new people into the discussion so that you don't always have the same source of set opinions. (laughs) Last but not least, there are those environmental factors. The environment in which we operate has massive influence on good idea generation. A supportive and encouraging environment that values creativity and innovation fosters the generation manufacturing (laughs) of good ideas. And if you currently do not have that, don't wait for it to be given to you. Belonging is not just the attention and acceptance we receive from the group or from society. Belonging is also how we show up and take active part in the creation of and the creation for community, teams, and friendships. Be the one that pays it forward. Be the one that practices being a judgment-free zone for others. There you go. I have the feeling this was a good episode, a short one, but a good one with a full-on insight. But yeah, please give me your opinion. What do you think about ideas? Or maybe even better, how do you feel about ideas? Because after all, we've been talking about the importance of emotional intelligence in that manufacturing, (laughs) why do I keep saying that word? I don't know. In that process of how we grow or fertilize good ideas. So have you anything to add? Feedback is always welcome. And this is, after all, the perfect occasion to practice conversation and practicing collaboration. Help me make better episodes. So, (laughs) merci beaucoup. 
But before we leave, two last things. Remember, you do belong. You don't have to wait for someone else to grant you access to belonging. You're the designer of your belonging. And second, if you found this helpful and inspiring, please share it with your people. I appreciate it. A bientôt et au revoir. C'est Nicole. Well, my friends, we've reached the end of another episode and wow, what an incredible journey we've had today, diving deep into the world of ideas and embracing change with open arms. So tell me, are you nodding in agreement, but is your head spinning a bit? Because let's face it, that was a lot of theory, even though fascinating, but still a lot of theory to absorb. Well, here's the thing, my wonderful listeners. I'm not just here to talk the talk, but to walk the walk with you. Do you want your people to have more good ideas? Sure you do, because the satisfaction of coming up with a brilliant idea is truly something special. So here's the scoop. I specialize in designing and facilitating workshops where all this theoretical knowledge becomes a shared lived experience. A place where you become fully aware of your strengths. I'll guide your people in exploring their open-mindedness and self-efficacy. Together with them, you learn to see all the good that's in your life, even those hidden gems you might have overlooked. And we won't stop there. We'll harvest that positivity and refine your emotional literacy. Imagine this time-space we'll share, filled with warmth, compassion, and a dash of fun, teamed up for a workshop on self-discovery, growth, and transformation, focusing on what is working well and making that even better. So what's the next step? It's simple, really. If you're ready to dive into the wonderful world of workshops, if you're ready to turn those knots of agreement into actionable steps, If you want your team to be brimming with brilliant ideas, it's time to take action. Reach out to me today. Let's connect, let's chat, and let's make some magic happen together. Don't let this opportunity slip away. Get in touch today and let's get started on this incredible journey together. Au revoir, c'est Nick.